Hey everyone, welcome back to the Orangutan Academy. It is Thanksgiving week. I am so excited. I love Thanksgiving. I love giving gratitude. I love sitting with the people that I love and I share memories with and look forward to continuing growing new memories with them and experiencing life together and sharing in those experiences. It's such a beautiful thing. I love gathering around a table, gathering around food that provides sustenance to our bodies, being grateful for that food and being grateful in the company. And then there's just fantastic conversation that spins off of that. And it's so fun to watch the girls indulge in this rich conversation and watch everybody indulge in the, in the conversation. It's like watching love just manifest itself verbally. And I just really enjoy that time with friends and family. We have family coming over tomorrow to our house. And like I said in a previous podcast, we're going to eat delicious turkey. Of course, cranberry sauce. Nothing goes better together. A new cheese ball recipe that I'm trying. People are bringing other things, other pies, green beans, mashed potatoes, all the things. I'm super excited. So there's a lot of prep work to be done on our end. We're cleaning our house. We're cooking food. We're waking up tomorrow and cooking more food. But I just felt like it was incredibly important to go ahead and record this podcast in the moment of gratitude and thankfulness for everyone that is in our lives and everyone I'm speaking to and every person who has come and gone in our lives. They've touched our lives in one way or another and I'm just so grateful for that. So welcome to the podcast titled Invisible Gratitude. I think it's really important for parents to always sit back and think about all of the times that they were just so proud of their child for whatever it may be, whether it took you by surprise, whether you expected it, but you were just so proud of them in that moment because you can almost see into the future, into the people that they are becoming based on their actions and based on their words. And how many times does this happen? For me, it happens more than I can count. But that doesn't mean I always take the opportunity to sit in that gratitude. And so I'm stopping right now and I'm just sitting in that moment of gratitude for those small moments that come and go. I mean, we're talking milliseconds. Time is flying by. But I'm taking the moment to recognize two experiences that recently took place. And of course, there's countless more. But I'm going to share two with you that I just found myself incredibly grateful for their attitude and and just their train of thought. I encourage you to do the same. Think about those small moments. Think about those small conversations that may have a giant impact on their development into the people that they're gonna be. Just think about those small things that just made you giggle inside and maybe you didn't outwardly express it or maybe you did, but let's just sit in the gratitude for those moments because they're not only building our children, they're building ourselves. And I think there's tremendous value in recognizing those moments, sitting with those moments, and then letting them go and just letting them be a part of your experience let it nurture your soul let it make you stronger and a better parent and a better person because i believe after all the entire point of even being here on this giant ball of dirt spinning out in the middle of nowhere is to enrich humanity is to make it better is to make it stronger and united and we can do that with gratitude and hold hand in hand in that thought story numero uno And I say that because my children are doing so great in Spanish, y'all. I'm super proud of them. Not that they are fluent by any means, but they're just doing really, really great. Anyways, story numero uno. I've mentioned it countless times that I work. So I go to work three days a week. 
Thanks to my hardworking husband, I was successfully able to drop down from three tens to three eights, which became incredibly valuable whenever I no longer homeschooled with the other mom because I needed more time for my children. So three days a week I work and every day that I come home from work, I see my children and my very first question to my children is how was your day? Not because this is routine for me, not because it's just something to say to fill the void air. No, it's something that I genuinely care about and I want to know how their day was. I want to know, did you learn anything new? I want to know how is your piano going? Can you please play a a piece for me? I want to hear how well you're progressing. Tell me what you learned in Spanish. I want to know, did you learn how to count money today? Like whatever, I don't care what it is. I don't care if they say, you know, it was a really bad day and I didn't learn anything at all and I was really stubborn and I was a little bit rude to mama. Okay, that's honest. Like, I want genuine feedback whenever I ask, hey, how was your day? Now, do I always get that genuine feedback? No, I don't. A lot of times they're so busy with their own arts and crafts that they're currently working on or they're busy playing mommy and daddy in house that they say, hey, mom, it's good. And they go on about their way. That may be a glimpse into my future when they turn teenagers. I don't like it. We're going to ignore that statement. Anyways, it's not always the response that I want. And I do have to dig a little bit deeper. And then sometimes I let them have their space and I let them continue to do whatever it is that they're doing. But this is something that happens at least three days a week where I want to know, how was your day? So here recently, I came home from work one day and I didn't even see the twins. They were outside playing. So I immediately went into the kitchen and I started preparing dinner. And then one of the twins came in. And she was like, oh, hey, mommy, you know, I'm glad you're home. And I was like, yeah, I'm glad I'm home, too. It's good to see you. And I was about to ask her, you know, how was your day? And before I even had the chance to ask her, she asked me, mommy, good was your day? And I looked a little perplexed and I, I turned around and I said, I'm sorry, I don't understand. She said, mommy, good was your day? And I was like, good was my day? Oh, it's like, are you asking how my day was? And she said, yeah, you, good. Your day was good. And I just had this huge smile sweep across my face because it made my heart so happy. And it was one of those rare moments where you see this beautiful moment and you catch it like a butterfly in a net and you just hold it so close because you don't want to forget it. And it means something. And you recognize something in your child that was authentically cultivated based on things that you do out of authenticity, if that makes any sense. So my child is asking me a question about my day that she's genuine about because she didn't just say it and move on. Like she really wanted to know. And this was grown out of the place in her heart that is the same place in my heart that wants to know every day that when I come home, how was your day? And I just have so much gratitude for that moment because for one, at least we know they're not ignoring me all the time. And two, I got to feel the magic from that place that grows within her that genuinely cares about other people that she loves. I got to experience it, and I'm just so grateful for that experience in that moment. In that moment, it really showed the people that they are becoming, and I'm just so proud of them. Story numero dos. This story's not as happy as the other one, but it's an important story that I feel like I should share because... There are two moments of gratitude within this story. There's a moment of gratitude that I have for my twin daughter and a moment of gratitude that I have for myself. Before the twins were born, I was a dog sitter and I would have dogs come to our house and I would watch them for however long their owners needed me to. Whether they were going on vacation or it was a business trip, 
they would drop their dogs off to me and I would care for them. There was this one dog in particular, her name was Layla. She was a big chocolate lab and she became a part of our family. Every time their owners would go out of town for any circumstance, it didn't matter. We always made room for Layla in our home. And so Layla became a part of our family, essentially. So the twins are five now and they have grown up with Layla. They have known no different. We have four dogs of our own because we're crazy people. We love all of them. And then we also take in other dogs. You can imagine the chaos as if our life is not crazy enough, but it's a lot of fun and the girls love it. So for their entire life, Layla has been coming in to our home intermittently. Well, this year Layla passed away. So their owner called me and they told me and it was a very emotional moment. And I knew I had to pass this information on to the twins. So I was sitting outside on the patio. I let them know that Layla had become a wonderful soul, which if you don't know what that is, you can refer to a previous podcast I did titled Wonderful Souls. But we told them that Layla had become a wonderful soul and they knew immediately what this meant. One twin just kind of sat there, really void of any emotion, just kind of sitting there and taking it in. The other twin immediately broke. She just was emotionally distraught. As a mom, watching your children go through so much distress and emotional instability and so much pain, and not just noticing that they're experiencing this internally, but they're externally showing signs that they are devastated. They're crying. They're asking questions. They're stating they don't like it. This is what it was like for us whenever we had to tell her about Layla. And inside, as a mom, you want to immediately fix it. I felt this huge urge within me to immediately fix it. And y'all, I'm going to tell you the first thing that came to my mind. She's crying. She's very upset. I didn't expect this from this twin. I honestly expected the twins' emotions to be opposite, and it didn't happen. So I'm thrown off guard completely. And she's emotionally distraught. And my first thought after about 12 seconds was, what if I offer her a piece of chocolate? (laughs) And then immediately, my conscience kicked in and was like, absolutely not, Hannah. You cannot do that. You cannot train her like Pavlov's dog to not go through emotional turmoil. That's not how life works. We cannot deliver unrealistic expectations. Every time she's emotionally distraught, she's going to turn to chocolate or candy or whatever it is later. And that's not really what I'm trying to condone here. We want our children to feel their emotions in the time in which they're feeling them. She's feeling these really raw and serious emotions because she lost something that was important to her. There's a relationship and there's a bond there and she's grieving that. And I owe it to her to allow that grieving process to take place, even though it makes me incredibly uncomfortable. It made me feel terrible. It made me think over and over, I I don't like this feeling. I don't like doing this. How can I fix it? But it's not my place to fix it. It's my place to be there as her mom, to comfort her and to love her. And so I made the decision in that moment to just hold her and let her cry as long as she needed to. And after a few minutes of verbalizing how much pain she was in, she asked questions about her. She asked questions about wonderful souls and dogs going to heaven. And she, she felt comfortable enough at that point to talk about it. And we did talk about it. And I was just so proud of her in that moment because she allowed herself to feel what she feels and let herself go through the process and allowed herself to be vulnerable and she let me hold her and in that moment I also didn't give in to me wanting to make it better by offering a piece of chocolate 
because I was uncomfortable because it would have done nobody good in that situation and in that in that moment except me it would have done me good because I wouldn't have been uncomfortable anymore but even if I had given her that piece of chocolate the trauma is still there the pain is still there and I'm basically training her to not show it around me which is the exact opposite of what I wanted to do there was two wins here that day and I'm incredibly grateful for those things and I wanted to share that moment with you because that was an aha moment that was a very real spur of the moment aha moment for me that I think a lot of parents probably come up against but I'm grateful for her mindset I'm grateful for her ability to understand what wonderful souls mean and what this translates to and I'm grateful that I had the consciousness to recognize my being uncomfortable in a situation, but knowing that it was necessary. It was necessary for me to feel uncomfortable so that I could comfort her in the way she needed me to, which just was to hold her and let her cry and let her ask her questions later. Happy Thanksgiving to every single one of you. I hope you can find those moments to sit in gratitude, those hidden moments where it's not always staring you in the face and you can grab it and hold on to it and just cherish it a little bit more within that moment and make it a part of your soul. I hope you can recognize these little slivers of magical substance for your soul and just sit in gratitude because there's so much power within that. There's so much strength that comes from seeing something, being grateful for it, and letting it go as it becomes a part of you. I hope every one of you has a fabulous time spending time with friends and family and surrounding yourself with those that you want to be surrounded by and those that you love and those that you cherish for your differences and your indifferences. I hope for Thanksgiving we can all kind of let go of those insistent adult thoughts that make us want to check things off of our list and we can more focus on what it's like to be a child and be in that childlike mind as we watch our children live in gratitude, live in raw emotion, and continue to teach us what it means to grow in innocent love and appreciation for all things, because that's what's happening. So that's what we will be doing for Thanksgiving, and I hope you all have the opportunity to do the same. And I appreciate every single one of you for listening, and I hope this podcast finds you well. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is the Orangutan Academy, and we'll be back.